And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, here we are again another day committed to being your consumer advocate. It's all about helping you understand your buying decisions here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, making you just a bit more street smart, as we say here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Save our hotline number in your phone at some point. You may need it. Uh, give us a call or a text at 813-670-7372, our Consumer Advocate Hotline. 813-670-7372. Now, you can call or text that line anytime. Also, bookmark our website, ConsumerQB.com. You can see links there to all of our expert contributors at ConsumerQB.com. We want to help you win in any marketplace. That's the goal of our show. Give a shout-out to Golf Car Depot. Uh, say hello to our friends over at the Golf Car Depot. Marty is the owner. Give them a call. Let them know you heard about them here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And test drive one today. You can test drive one at your home or office. How cool is that? They'll deliver the golf cart to you. You can test drive it. And they've got the top of the line. They've got EasyGo, Star EV, Cushman, Icon Electric Vehicles, pre-owned and remanufactured golf carts available from the Golf Cart Depot. Two locations here in Tampa Bay, Lando Lakes and Clearwater. And make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. And uh, let's make our introductions here uh, in studio. Let's go ahead and make a quick introduction. Uh, give us a little teaser of what you're going to talk about today. Uh, William Walls, he's the senior editor uh, with Eli and the Ghost Publishing. Right. Uh, what we're going to be talking about today uh, really quick is uh, basically uh, writing effectively, making sure that you consider your audience. Nice. Okay. I like that. Uh, I've written uh, I've written two books so far today. I'm halfway through a third book with you guys and Eli's helping me and uh, Lisa, and it's been a great pleasure uh, so far and looking forward to getting that out. This one's a little bit more about real estate, some of the marketing techniques, strategies, recruiting, and things of that nature. So we're excited about that. And we're going to go to the phones now. we got Dan Manikheim on the phone, Pro Health Pest Control. Dan, how you doing? Great. It's hot, and the bugs are doing well. Yeah, that's right. It's that time of year, isn't it? It's, uh, you know, we dodged a bullet with this hurricane on the, the east coast, off the coast over there, and and uh, how's that affecting things? What are you seeing out there, buddy? Well, you know, for real estate transactions, we go out there and we'll do termite inspections. We're still seeing plenty of that and um, definitely an increase in ants and mosquitoes. Rainy weather will bring more ants and more mosquitoes. Yeah, absolutely, especially if you live near a body of water, it seems like, with our location there, uh, Lake Tarpon. So Midge's mosquitoes, got the mosquitoes out there. Uh Real estate transactions specifically as well. When you when you look at real estate transactions, uh, you know there's a lot on the line. You got a buyer ready to buy, a seller ready to move, title company, mortgage, all the different folks involved. Uh, you guys come in and, and, and are able to uh, inspect and also treat in some cases when it comes to those uh, different uh, you know issues that come up. Yeah, yeah, we can. Uh, yeah, if uh, if you see. You know, some termite activity, that's something uh, that usually needs to get remediated before uh, the purchase goes through. So that's something we, we, we do on a daily basis. And uh, a lot of termites. We're in Florida, uh, in the south, uh, subtropical climate. The further south you go, the more uh, more termite issues you'll, you're going to have. It's part, it's part of the real estate in Florida. That's what I always explain. 
explain to our customers, you know, don't, you know, you don't necessarily not want to buy a home because the termites, um, they can be treated. So, yeah. I think it's a misconception. Sometimes people just, they they kind of think about it as a kind of like one of those cartoons. You ever see those cartoons where, you know, the bugs come in, they bite, and then the the house just all of a sudden falls down. (laughs) And that's not, that's not the case. Yeah, yeah. Nope, nope, and it, it 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 can be the case of left untreated for for decades and decades. Right. I did run into a home last week that um, the termite damage was so intense that um, it definitely did structural issue. But that that's you know I do this daily. Yeah. And that happens. That 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 doesn't happen that often. Um. But but that that that's very rare. Um. Uh, most of the time, it's a nuisance. They can cause a lot of damage. Don't get me wrong; billions right. and billions of dollars worth of damage. Yep. Most of the time, there's the, it's cosmetic and a little bit of structural. And all that needs to be done is a termite treatment and some cosmetic repairs. Most of the time, right? Not always. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, and, and sometimes I think it's it's kind of thrown in there. Sometimes with the mold word, you know, sometimes people look at. Well, you know, hey, it's Florida. It's humid. It's it's going to be wet. There's going to be some mold. Sometimes we talked to Brandon Faust over at Mold Zero. Uh, he can get you inspected. He can get it taken care of when it comes to that type of thing. Uh, Rob had a question before the show. He was saying, "What's the deal with hornets? What what do you what are, what are you seeing about hornets? And they, and they got the that new rare breed. What is it? Murder hornets, right? Yeah. Um. They they just um. Is if you if you get pest control. Um, we, we should be able to handle it or another, or even another pest control company. If there, there happens to be hornets on, uh, you know, around your home, you just go ahead and, um, just treat them like they're wasps or hornets or whatever. And, uh, our, the pest control products do work on them and it yep. does kill them. Yep. I saw an interesting video. It was on one of the groups I'm involved with. I think it was one of like a, a Joe Rogan group or something on Facebook. But it was it was some kind of a hornet or a bee, and they had a, a praying mantis had had it in its claws. It was just like literally eating its head away. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I uh, they, they, I have not seen that. Um, I, I don't know if uh, they, they. I don't know how many praying mantis can snack on. Uh, murder hornets. If that's something that you do have, I would call a local pest professional to take care of the problem. But, uh, but certainly, uh, they do eat bugs. That's for sure. Yeah. And, and uh, going back to, you know, where we're at here, we're, we're kind of, you know, cruising right along 2020. We had some, some setbacks with COVID-19, of course, the pandemic. Um, how has, how, how, how have you guys adapted with the pandemic and, and what's, kind of changed on a daily basis have you have you had to change a little bit of your strategy um actually um well i mean the way uh the way we approach people um we we don't we tend to not leave any leave behinds which seems to be odd uh you know we'll, we'll wear masks and gloves when we go inside the home but you know besides that uh, we see a lot more people spending more time at home and a lot more people uh, aware of what's going on in their home because they're in their home so much more. Yeah. So it's just people are more aware of their, their, their environment inside their home. Right. Um, as far as anything else is concerned, we're, you know, we're, we're about as, um, we're about as busy as, as we've ever seen before. So that's awesome. Yeah. It seems like Tampa Bay real estate is just super hot. It's on fire. More and more people, 
coming from those out-of-state areas, those high-income tax states, those uh, cities as well that are kind of overrun with uh, the civil unrest, et cetera. Uh, we're talking with Dan Manikheim here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. He's the owner of Pro Health Pest Control, and uh, he and his wife, uh, who you've also heard uh, on the show as well, own and operate it. And talk a little bit about success. Uh, lots of other you know business owners. I know realtors are listening to this show. Uh, we've got you know a great following now, seven years on air, by the way. Uh, since we've been on air, but how have you grown your business to give us some nuggets of advice in terms of, you know, your success strategies and how you've been able to successfully grow your business? Um, just, um, I mean, I, you know, I, I take, to take a lesson from you in the seven years I've been listening to your show is we're really out there to be a consumer advocate, right? Yeah. What I, what I personally do and I try to teach everybody else is, is don't worry about whether the, whether the, but you just let's educate and and communicate with with people and do do what you would want be done to you and then we build it we build a reputation of being of having integrity and honesty yeah. with what we do and i never would i never be a, if i talk to somebody about pest control i i'm never attached to the sale i try not to be i would like the sale but I'm going to educate them as much as they want. And if they choose to go do business with us or not, that's okay. And if they don't, I just want the, the, my reputation to be, you know, outstanding in the community. That's all I worry about. And it's, it's created much success over the years I've been in business. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just joined a ELP network for Dave Ramsey and it's basically an endorsed local provider, they call it. But um, I, and I was on a mastermind yesterday and it was, that was one of the thing, topics that came up is, you know, the success strategies. And it was saying one of the biggest things is that client experience, how, you know, okay, you know, from a real estate perspective, you know, okay, now we're under contract. What do I expect? Um, now we're past the inspection period. We've got a closing coming up. What, how do I prepare? So I think it was, it was, the point was creating video, creating a video vault or library that you could send to your client that says, okay, we just went under contract. Here's the, the next things to start thinking about. Here's what to expect. Because as long as the client understands you know, where they're at, where they're going, I think that alleviates a lot of the anxiety in the transaction. Yeah, education is, is we're, we're learning more and more. Um, uh, education is key uh, to setting expectations. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, well, that sounds good, man. Well, uh, we appreciate you. Uh, Dan, be safe out there, and thanks for all you do in the community, man. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah, thank, thank you as well. You're very welcome. Yes, sir. All right. That's Dan Manikheim, expert contributor, pro health pest control here uh, with the Consumer Quarterback Show. Support the local economy, local companies like Dan and his team. They do such a great job here in Tampa Bay. Pillars in the community, investing in the community, investing in local uh, nonprofit organizations and charities. And uh, coming up, we got William Walls in studio. We're going to talk about writing your own book, ghost writing process, how to. Uh, how to how to be memorable, how to not be boring. And I love some of the topics that we're going to talk about here and uh, not to be uh, make your client bored or confused or the reader bored or confused. Uh, that's going to be fun topics right here uh, coming up on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Later, we have legal analyst attorney Jason Coble uh, in studio as well as we're going to be checking in with Children's Cancer Center right here in Tampa Bay. So we got a great lineup for you. Plus, our feel-good story of the day, Hero Rescues Unconscious Man from Burning Vehicles. Stay with us, Consumer Quarterback Show. 
ConsumerQB.com. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rhymes. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right through the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. My name is James DeJerome, and I produce the Consumer Quarterback Show for Brandon Rhymes. The Consumer Quarterback Show is a team, a group of like-minded professionals who partner together to provide our audience sound advice, knowledge, and information to make them wiser consumers. We work with all types of business owners and aggressively promote our local economy. We're currently conducting interviews for our expert contributors. If you own a business or know someone who would benefit from the exposure our show provides, please contact us at 813-750-0550 or online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here. I'm a top 1% realtor in the United States with Keller Williams Realty, the number one real estate company in the world. We're looking for buyers, sellers, and investors that would like to work with our top team in the area. Reach out at ConsumerQB.com. Just submit an email form at ConsumerQB.com or give us a call or a text at 813-670-7372. Call or text 813-670-7372 and we will help you win in negotiations with your real estate deals. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. And we're back. Brandon Rimes here. I'm your host of The Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, helping you win buying, selling, or investing. We would love to talk to you. Of course, any other realtors that want to join our team, uh, we are growing our team right now. Lots of leads coming in, and we need great agents to help us grow. And uh, we'd love to talk to you here. Reach out to the hotline, 813-670-7372. Open phones at 813-670-7372. That's our Consumer Advocate Hotline. And giving a shout-out to the Bill Maher Beach Resort, the official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show, the Bill Maher Beach Resort, right on Treasure Island, Florida. And check him out online. Book directly. Talk to Clyde Smith. He's a general manager. Let him know you heard about him right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Two pools on site, Sloppy Joe's Beach Bar and Restaurant, and it's a great time over at the Bill Maher Beach Resort. Check him out online as well. Hashtag is Bill Marvelous. Let him know the real estate quarterback sent you. A couple of hot listings here in Tampa Bay. we got some great opportunities uh, here in beautiful Tampa Bay. I've got lots of vacant land opportunities, single-family homes uh, for sale here in Tampa Bay. Here's one at 12208 Four Oaks Road in Tampa, 12208 Four Oaks Road. $1.8 million asking price, uh, but what we're offering here is five acres to develop land. You can put about 40 to 50 units on this property. Nine units per acre essentially is what you're looking at. 12208 Four Oaks Road in Tampa. Great buying opportunity. Attention builders and developers uh, for that great opportunity here in Tampa Bay. 8325 West Hillsborough Avenue. This is an opportunity for a business owner. Stop leasing and buy your own building. Invest in the asset column of your business. And it's 8325 West Hillsborough Avenue in Tampa. Hillsborough Avenue has about 50,000 vehicles going by per day. And you also have signage out by the road 
Check out all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. We got William Walls in the house, senior editor with Eli and the Ghost Publishing. Welcome back again uh, into you. the studio, and let's talk a little bit about the business. So, as a professional editor, what's the number one problem that people have when they try to write when they're writing? Well, the biggest thing that I see is when writers don't write for their audience, and by that I mean people that have something that they want to write. They um, the impulse is that they have something that they want to say. Um, but when you when you think don't think beyond that, and you're just trying to uh, scratch that itch, so to speak. I've got something I say. I want to I want to say it. I want to write yeah. it out. Um, you end up with a message that's not considering the reader's perspective. You have to think beyond that too. Right. Well, what does the reader need to hear? What do they want to hear? That makes sense. So uh, that's what I mean by uh, not writing for the audience. And this is true uh, for books, obviously, but it's, it's as, a, as much as it's important for books, it's important for every kind of writing, whether it's uh, articles, uh, social media posts for your sales funnel, anything that you're doing with the yeah. written word, it's, it's, it's absolutely critical. And is it, is it also kind of human nature, do you find, where people almost, when they look at writing a book or a blog, they, they go into a mindset of, of the ego? You know, the ego gets in the way and it's just more about me and look what I've done versus, again, back to that end reader. How is this going to benefit that end consumer? It does happen a lot. It's yeah. uh, it's very difficult to dissociate your professional goals from the reader's need. Right. Right. So that's what you want to look at. And then, you know, how does a writer learn to write so their audience isn't bored or confused? I think that's a big one, too. Well, I can tell you what I did. Uh, I started writing uh personally about uh, 10 years ago and i'd been editing before then but i found that when i started writing i looked at editing from a different perspective and it really uh both sides of that coin kind of started to inform each other and i started to attend writers groups to improve my writing yeah and i think it's true for any creative pursuit you have to find your tribe and uh, and I found uh, with with writing, you can get involved with a writers group, and uh, whether you're working on a book or whether you're working on uh, literally any kind of messaging, an advertising campaign, you can find some kind of a group that's going to help you tailor that. Right. Uh, work on uh, moving that perspective from you having a message that you're trying to say yep. to your reader having a message that they need to hear. Right. And and how do you do that now that it's more social distancing? Well, now uh, they can actually contact us. Uh, we've recognized that there is a, a difficulty with writers groups not being able to meet in person. And so uh, we've got an online uh, solution for that, and they can reach out to us at theghostpublishing.com. We've got a contact us page there. They can reach out to us. We'll be happy to help them get set up. Very cool. Very cool. I like that. And do you need, do you need to be someone who wants to uh, publish the book to join the kind of group, or is it just somebody can join it without wanting to write their own book and publish our group, definitely not. Uh, anyone that wants to learn how to improve their writing, uh, like I said, whether it's a, a book they're working on or a copy for their website or a memoir for their kids, uh, any kind of writing that you need to do, professional, personal, yep. we'll, we'll be, we're there to help them. Yep. Fiction, nonfiction, educational, all, all different of types Business of books. books uh, anything you can think of. Yeah. Yeah, I seem to gravitate towards, you know, I, so I went to Tony Robbins business mastery back in 2010. It was actually taught in Mali, Fiji. It was an awesome trip. And, you know, I walked on fire, but I, I tend to be in those, that business section more, the personal development. I just picked up Dave Ramsey's book and, you know, kind of always looking at learning, growing, uh, 
Stephen Covey, one of my yeah. favorites. Uh, Chris Voss, Never Split the Difference, a great book. What was one of your favorite books or some of your favorite books? Uh, I would say uh, I definitely started reading uh, Tony Robbins back in the 90s. Yeah. Um, he's a, I almost idolize this guy. He's, he's a guy who, who started the whole uh, trend from, from my perspective. And, and it seems like everybody yep. that, uh, that walks that path now – uh, he laid a lot of those milestones that everyone is, is yeah. now working on. Uh, and before him, it was it was Jim Rohn and then mm-hmm. and Earl Schof. You know, Earl Schof was Jim Rohn's guy. Oh, I didn't so, know so that. So it's kind of funny how it's, you know, a lot of the ideals, it's not like they invented them. It's just that they twisted it to their, you know, style or, you know, Tony was from California. So maybe he had a little bit of California vibe to it. But, but yeah, it's it's a lot of the, the you know, Jim Rohn and, and um, you know, the, the Zig Ziglar's and those right. types of things. Those, those are some of my favorite types, and it's you know keeps you motivational. Yeah, uh, I think uh, Stephen Siebold is another one that I've read, and uh, and Brian Tracy. He's Brian Tracy, another great. one that I, I like, like to read a lot. Yeah, yeah, very good stuff. Uh, what any any uh, success stories that you think of, like people that you you've helped have a book, they loved it, their, their audience received it well, uh, or you know any any kind of stories you want to you care to share. Uh, I would say the first book that I worked on uh, for Eli. Uh, was a, a project where we had a, an author who really was struggling in the, the ghostwriting phase of it uh, to come up with material. And when it landed on my desk uh, as an editor, um, I actually ended up having to sit in with, with the writer to kind of reconstruct some of the ghostwriting sessions so I could kind of flesh out what he was saying. It took a lot of work on our part to take his message and, and, and package it in a way that the reader would respond to it. And uh, we we did launch that book, and it was extremely successful. He's now on stages, and is, uh, nice. it's accomplished for him everything that he wanted it to. And nice. it was really a great experience to take something that – at the beginning, when I first saw it, especially my, my first project that I worked on for Eli, I thought this was going to be a disaster. Oh, yeah. But we all came together. We worked, worked really hard on it, and we ended up with a great book, and it, it's, it's been really great for him. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And that's, that's the story. That's the story that you want to get out, the message out to people, especially business owners, people uh, in sales. It uh, could be for so many different people. You know, you have to, if you're, especially if you're in sales, and I, I look at a realtor, perfect example, could be mortgage, could be financial services. You know, in my opinion, if you, you know, radio has been great for me. Uh, but if you look at the opportunity to grow your sphere, you, you have to grow your sphere of influence. How can you do that? you got to build credibility. Writing a book is just a great step in that process. Yeah, I see it very complementary to what you do. Uh, it's really difficult to beat the immediacy of radio. Right. And it's really difficult to beat the permanency of the written word. Yes. So when you combine those two, you're really covering the whole spectrum from one end to the other. I like that. The immediacy of radio, and then you syndicate the content to, to uh, podcast, to iTunes, to, to the you know YouTube, our show, of course, on YouTube. Now we're on Apple TV, Amazon, Roku. There's so many places, and then you, you create that content, and it's out there. Mm-hmm. So then you, you want to use the appropriate hashtags, get people back to your page, uh, et cetera. But I, I love that, the permanency of writing a book. Yeah, you really can get those two different uh, messaging methodologies to play off of each other and play into each other. And, yeah. And uh, you can really create some great synergy there if you really work at it. Absolutely. We've got about a minute left. Uh, give us some top tips, your nuggets of advice, and maybe your parting words of wisdom. Oh, boy. Um, I would say uh, the beyond uh, writing with your audience in mind, 
I would say always make sure that you have a plan when you write. Have your objective clearly in your mind and, uh, and, and create a plan that's going to achieve that objective with your writing. Yeah. So that uh, when you, from start to finish, you're, you're being efficient with, with your process and that you end up with writing that's going to accomplish what you set out to do. Yeah, have a plan, have a uh, outline. Exactly. And, uh, and sit down and just make it happen. Yes. Don't put it off. Get it <laughs> done. Uh, William Walsh, pleasure having you on the show, The Ghost Publishing. And, of course, you can find information on ConsumerQB.com for all of our expert contributors, uh, ConsumerQB.com and TheGhostPublishing.com as well. They have a Contact Us page there. And when we come back, we're going to have attorney Jason Coble in the house. Going to give you an update on things legal happening here in Tampa Bay. And our feel-good story is awesome. It's about a hero that rescues an unconscious man from a burning vehicle. Stay with us. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is work done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rhymes cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in tampa bay online at consumerqb.com all right welcome back thanks for sticking with us brandon rhymes here i'm your host of the consumer quarterback show powered by the platinum mvp team at keller williams realty give a big shout out uh, to one of our new show partners, we've got Jade's Premium Quality Cleaning. Shout out to Jade and her team, Jade's Premium Quality Cleaning.com. They do such a great job. Uh, they're also COVID 19 certified for infection prevention and control. So that's very important. Make sure your cleaning company is COVID 19 certified as Jade's Premium Quality Cleaning is. Follow her on Facebook at Jade's Premium Quality Cleaning and also offering a $15 discount uh, for the first. Uh, three callers who reach out. If you want to reach out to 813-507-9225, it's 813-507-9525 and reach out in the Consumer Quarterback Show. Make sure you let them know the real, the real estate quarterback sent you and take them up on those special offers and incentives. Check them out. Jade's Premium Quality Cleaning. They do a great job cleaning our real estate properties and also personally uh, cleaning our real estate home as well. All right, so we got a great lineup for you here today. We've got Jason Coble, attorney Jason Coble, that is uh, on the phones, calling in this time. Sometimes he's in person, sometimes he's on the phone. Hey, Jason, how you doing? Great, Brandon. How are you today? Excellent, my friend. And uh, some interesting stuff in our pre-show interview. You know, it sounds like you got some really good practical stuff for us today here on the show. Yes, I do. Uh, I got permission from my wife to divulge that uh, after 22 years, she was actually laid off due to COVID and. And her and I, we've been dealing with the unemployment benefits here in Florida, which I've actually have a little experience in. That was my first job out of law school was deciding those cases as an unemployment judge. But dealing with the new laws for uh, COVID has been an interesting challenge, to say the least. And But I do think I have it down. I'd love to share that uh, with the listeners, and I think uh, it would be good information. Yeah, absolutely. So what, So what? And, and, you know, that's part of the challenges that we're hearing, too, is that uh, some of the restaurant owners, different hospitality is, is that, you know, folks are making so much money by staying at home, uh, you yep. know, the $600 a week on top of the 275, I believe it is. And, exactly. you know, so that, so that's hurting businesses on one hand, on the other hand, it's okay. It's great to take care of our, our people. 
but you know, there, what's the what's the trade off here? What's the balance, right? You hit the nail on the head, and you know, both sides are to blame because the Democrats were the first, or the House was the first to suggest the six hundred dollars in addition to the state unemployment benefits. And then I, I remember I complained about that, and then the Republicans agreed and did the same thing. So there's either side, uh, you know, their hands are both dirty. But um, and why it's a problem is that. Every state is different. It's probably not as significant in other states. But in Florida, it's always been our max is 275 a week. That's the state law for the max unemployment, which is terrible. I mean, everybody knows that. Yeah, that's pretty low. But you go and you add $600 to that. And uh, for some people, they're making more on unemployment or the same than they were when they're working. And they're like, why would I go back to work? Now, that wasn't the case in my wife's case, but. Uh, still, you know, two seventy-five for the state plus six hundred, but the six hundred, of course, just ran out, and now Congress is trying to cut a deal to extend that, and they haven't done it yet. And who knows if they actually will? They say they might next week. We'll see. But um, my wife's expired the the two seventy-five in Florida. It's, it's another thing that's terrible about Florida. Is ours is limited to twelve weeks, so her twelve weeks came and went. The six hundred dollars stopped, and uh, we're like, "Oh, is that it?" And the people should know there is one other outlet. If your unemployment is stopped and you then you received your 12 weeks, you could get 26 weeks more. Um, and it's a federal package, but you have to apply for it on the state website. And it's actually called the uh, let's see here the Pandemic Emergency Unemployment Assistance Fund. And uh, it's it basically you can't even tap into it until now until your your 12 weeks are expired. But so if you're on unemployment and you learn that your unemployment has expired because you received all 12 weeks, go ahead and, and apply for the PEUC because you, you may be able to get 26 more additional weeks. And that's the 275 per week. Um, and then, of course, hopefully that 600 gets extended if they make a deal. But I don't know. You know we'll have to see what happens because at the point you said, there's definitely people out there that are making more or, or similar to what they made when they were working on unemployment. And that you know that's going to motivate people not to return to work, especially yeah, with what's going yeah. on. That's right. We're talking with our legal analyst uh, Jason Coble here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Yeah, two seventy-five a week plus six hundred. Multiply that times fifty-two. That's about forty-five thousand dollars a year. Uh, people are making uh, just to you know for unemployment, just to stay at home. And you know, man, that's that just seems like a, a higher figure. Two seventy-five, I agree, is a low figure, but forty-five thousand a year to do nothing is just it just seems like a little too comfortable. I agree 100%, especially the way it worked in Florida. And I know that in the negotiations, I heard instead of 600, they were trying to look at 70%. You can't make any more than 70% of what you used to make. Now, that would make sense. But, yeah, when you get that 600, no matter what you made, you, you create that situation. And I, personally, I think that one of the two parties fell for a little trap there. But who knows? I don't want to get political. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You see, you know, the, I, I agree with some kind of – factor based on what you were making what you were proving that you could earn uh, rather than just 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 uh, arbitrarily just throwing out this number of 600 and i also agree that you know at some point we got to get back to normalcy and and we can't continue to do this because you know who's going to get hit the hardest the middle class it just seems like the middle class is getting eroded here uh in in the united states and and uh you know the uh the upper you know one and two three percent are just you know hey they're happy they're they're doing their thing. Uh, now you also mentioned uh, the U.S. Supreme Court had a ruling as well, Jason. Yes. Now this one is is very interesting and not a lot of people know about it because the media really hasn't covered it. 
and I actually stumbled on it because one of the areas of law that I do is the Telephones Collections Practices Act. And what that says, one of the one of the sections says, you cannot contact someone on their cell phone without their permission. So you have to have their express permission. Well, pollsters, you know, this is the time of obviously every four years we have our election. This is the election season, and there's a lot of pollsters contacting people. Uh, the Harvard Business Review did an article, did a study on this. The, the most accurate way to do a poll is to contact people by phone uh, from a random computer-generated uh, phone caller, phone dialer. Well, that is what is actually a violation of the Telephone Collections Practices Act. So for poll co- polling companies to conduct polls the most accurate way these days under the current law, it's actually illegal and a violation of the Telephone Collections Practices Act. And why it wasn't a problem in the past, but is now, is because nowadays everybody has cell phones as opposed to landlines. So right now, the only way they can legally do their polls is to either do it online, which has been, according to the studies, not as accurate, or uh, to only con- contact people on landlines. And then you factor in, I read that the amount of participation, per- the percentage of participation when they actually do reach somebody the right way, it used to be about 38%. Now it's down to only 12% of the people are actually responding to the polls. So I wouldn't put too much weight in what the polls are saying. You know, they were wrong in 2016. Who knows if they're going to be wrong in 2020. But right now, the fact is, based on a, a case by the Supreme Court, the pollsters try to deem a carve-out in that Telephone Collections Practices Act so they wouldn't get hit for those cases. And the Supreme Court said, no, no, there's no exception. You cannot be calling people on their cell from an and- a random-generated uh, computer dialer without their permission. So it was a devastating loss. It just came out this month. Yeah, and, and didn't we just see a, a rule change on the uh, the robo-dialers as well, a law change? Yeah, no, absolutely. That There was a couple law changes, actually, as far as what a robo-dialer is. Um, basically, the, the long story short is unless a human is dialing the phone number, it's an auto-dialer. But okay. yeah, there's a lot of litigation as far as you know what constitutes what constitutes a robo dialer. And the long story short, like I said, it, it has to be a human. So, in order to do a, a poll the right way, it has to be no human involvement. It has to be 100% random, and that's why that the right way to do it would be to call people from a random uh, generated phone dialer on their cell. And if you don't have their permission, that's actually illegal. So it's ironic. You know, the poll, polling companies make a lot of money. There's a lot of money involved there. They won't come out and say this. The media isn't covering it. But that case came out. They tried to deem that unconstitutional and lost. So the fact of the matter is, and I don't care what polling company it is, they're either breaking that law and contacting you on your cell phone without permission. If that happens, please call me. <laughs> or they're following the law and their poll is not being done the most accurate way. And who knows? We'll see if how the results are in 2020. But that is an undeniable fact, and it's not being covered by uh, the media. And uh, it's, I, the name of the case is Barr versus uh, – I could I can pull it up here in a little bit, but uh, some one of the polling companies uh, got together with another one and joined forces. But, uh, but that's the name of the case that came out, I think, uh, the 7th of July this month. Well, it just seems month. to me like, you know, if you look at – depending on which TV station you, you follow – their, their polls are going to sway a certain way and they're going to interview a certain amount of left-leaning uh, people versus the right-leaning people. So to me, I, I, you know, I just, I don't put a lot of credence in those uh, polling. Right. You know, th- there's a right way it's supposed to be done. I mean, you know, 
for example, uh, in 2016, according to the exit polls, I believe it was 35% of the people that voted were Republican. So when you're conducting a poll, their sample sizes are small. It blows my mind. They're like, exactly. okay, the sample size is 980 people, and that's going to speak for the whole country or, or the whole state. Either yeah. way is ridiculous, in my opinion. But they're supposed to contact 35% Republicans from a random generated. It has to be random or else, you know, there's room for bias and whatnot. And then the same for the percentage of independents and Democrats. But even if you match all those up perfectly, because they can't do it the most accurate way, which is calling from a random uh, generator uh, onto a cell phone, now they're stuck either online or who has landlines? Not a lot. Right. And so it doesn't surprise me that they're only getting 12 percent. Not, not to mention, I mean, I looked at some of the polling questions. I don't know if I would take the time to, to cooperate and, and answer all those questions. I'd probably be in that percentage that would not want to do that. So it's very interesting, and uh, I don't see it covered on the media, but it's undeniable. Anybody could look it up. The case just came out, and uh, unfortunately for the polling companies, they lost. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting, uh, Jason. And, and Jason Coble uh, Law here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. He's our local uh, legal analyst here and all things uh, consumer related. Uh, Jason, give a quick overview of what you, what type of client you're looking for, and how they might want to contact you. Absolutely, I am looking for basically anybody who's been injured, uh, either at work and you know, where we don't have it. It's a no fault state. Every state has a different work comp law. In Florida, it's no fault. So if you're you were working and you got hurt, you have a workers' comp case. I'm a, I'm also looking for people that are injured in any way and are disabled, looking for disability. And of course, car accidents and in those cases, civil cases, slip and falls, car accidents. Who knows? Maybe a, a bar or some you know didn't uh, keep up their safety measures, cause you to get injured. Whatever the case may be, those I have to prove fault in. But basically, any kind of injury uh, I could help you with. And then uh, the new area, which is what I was just talking about, I got into about five years ago, correlates and coincides with those other area the injury cases. Is any time that you receive a bill from a medical bill uh, or basically any bill that you don't feel is right or sounds fishy to you or doesn't seem accurate, uh, give me a call because I, I'm handling fair debt. And that also includes telephone calls and harassing calls for collecting on debt. So anything debt related, uh, give me a call or any kind of injury, give me a call. And Tampa and Work Comp Law? Me, yeah, I was going to say the way to reach me is TampaWorkCompLaw.com or yeah. net. Either one works and or uh, to give the show a call perfect all right hey good stuff always a pleasure jason thanks for uh taking some time out updating us on those changes to uh laws and some of the newfound uh, information appreciate that all right thanks brandon my pleasure hey thanks a bunch all right that's attorney jason coble again supporting the local economy local attorney uh representing here in tampa bay consumer quarterback show and when we come back, we got Julian Bourbon, our friends over at Children's Cancer Center. You know, a lot of the nonprofits and, and charitable organizations have really taken a hit uh, with the pandemic. And so we're going to offer some time here uh, to let them share some of their story and, and what's happening around the Children's Cancer Center here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Our friend Julian Bourbon is uh, going to be on the show as well as our feel-good story of the day. A hero rescues unconscious man from a burning vehicle. Stay with us right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. 
Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the real estate quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253, free CMA, and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out PlatinumMVPRealty.net. PlatinumMVPRealty.net. Brandon Rhymes here, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We want to offer a rent versus own analysis to anyone renting. Text the word rent and the amount of rent that you're paying to our consumer advocate hotline, 813-670-7372. Text the word rent and the amount of rent that you're paying to 813-670-7372. We're going to hook you up with a rent versus own analysis and break it down how easy we can get you into home ownership with 100% financing options available. ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. And we're back. Brandon Rimes here, your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team, Keller Williams Realty, uh, top 1% real estate team here in Tampa Bay. This segment's brought to you by Replenish IV Solutions, the science of nutritional balance. A great time to boost your immunity uh, by having a vitamin infusion drip from Replenish IV Solutions, the science of nutritional balance. They offer the Myers cocktail and many other types of vitamin infusion drips. Say hello to Stephen and Lisa Gunnan over at Replenish IV Solutions. Let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. All right, we've got a hot listing here in Tampa Bay, uh, 520 George Street South. This is a waterfront property on Lake Tarpon that we've got listed. It's a 2,500-acre lake. you got wide-open water views, beautiful property here. Uh, you got your own private boat dock, mother-in-law suite, which can be used as a rental. And this is just a gorgeous lakefront home. Live the lake life here uh, in Tampa Bay at 520 George Street South, Tarpon Springs. Also, check out one of our real estate properties at 1224 East Dr. MLK. That's a Tampa property commercial asset right here in Tampa Bay, 1224 East Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. It's a great opportunity, corner lot, two commercial lots for the price of one. Check out all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. And every day we're going to tell you something positive in our feel-good story of the day. Here we go. All right, so you got a man in St. Louis being hailed as a hero for pulling an uh, unconscious man from a burning vehicle after a crash on the interstate. Kalen Robinson, 23, crashed on the interstate 70 and was left unconscious in a burning vehicle. Robinson does not remember uh, anything. Uh, Antonio Morgan says Robinson drove past him on I-70 just moments later. He heard screeching brakes and a loud crunch. Robinson had crashed into the cement median. Uh, Morgan, who was driving with his son, immediately pulled over, rushed to get Robinson out of the car. And, quote, the smoke and fire and all the stuff just started coming. It started burning my eyes and hurting my throat, but I was still trying to get him out. I had to get him out, Morgan said. Uh, Morgan dragged Robinson uh, from safety moments before his car was engulfed in flames. And, quote, Morgan says that this time 
Uh, it's time for people to stop standing by and recording on their phone when they see someone in trouble. He said he's a leader. Leaders step up. And you got to start acting. And so interesting story. Seems like something out of a movie scene there uh, in our feel-good story of the day. Uh, so uh, pretty cool story there for our feel-good story of the day. All right, we've got Children's Cancer Center back here on the show. Julian Bourbon, welcome back to the show, Julian. Thank you for having me. Hey, my pleasure, my friend. So tell us a little bit about, you know, right now with the pandemic, non nonprofits, charitable organizations, uh, you are seeing some extreme uh, financial burden right now as well because a lot of your your events were normally, they were so much fun. They were in-person events. So now you're kind of adapting, it seems. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're just kind of getting used to the new normal and coming up with new ideas and, and new ways to be able to host some kind of events virtually or smaller events Um we did uh, an event called Ride Restore Refresh a few weeks ago where we did 30 minutes of spin, 30 minutes of yoga, and 30 minutes drinks and refreshments. And we did that outside, social distance. Um, six, each bike was six feet apart. And we only did 25 people in two, two different ways, so a total of 50 people. Um, and that was kind of just a, an idea that we came up with and put together. Um, we partnered with Union 3, a local studio downtown, a, a boutique cycle and yoga studio, and we were able to raise $50,000 with that event, which was incredible for our first time um, putting that event together in such a short amount of time. So we're really pushing for events to kind of be a little bit outside the box and new ideas and, and new concepts. Um, and so we have coming up during the month of September, our fall stampede, um, which is the event that we are going on to now. This is our ninth year doing the Chick-fil-A fall stampede. Um, and instead of our regular 5K one-mile walk, we are going to be doing an actual challenge the whole month of September, a virtual challenge. Um, and, Brandon, if you go to fallstampede.com, you can see kind of the options that we're giving um, everyone to be able to participate. We're doing a run and race challenge, and basically you get to sign up and register to be able to do one mile, five miles, 10, 100 miles, there's all different options. And you're committing to yourself to walk or run that amount of time to support children battling cancer during September, which is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Hey, it's a great cause. You know, these, these kids are, you know, they dealt, they're dealt a hard hand. Uh, you know, their, their families are suffering. And uh, what get, remind me the mission of Children's Cancer Center is not to find a cure. It's not to treat the disease. It's actually to help families cope during the times of, uh, you know, once the family, once the, ch- the child is, um, you know, deemed to have cancer. Yes, absolutely. That, that's exactly it. You know, we always say one of our taglines is that while there's many organizations searching for a cure for tomorrow, we're dedicated to being there today. And so what we do is emotional, financial, and educational support through 25 different programs um, to those families. And we walk alongside their journey from diagnosis all the way through survivorship and unfortunately sometimes through bereavement. Um, but we're walking alongside their journey day by day uh, and do the, the financial, emotional, educational aspect of that journey. Yeah, that's such a great cause. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great organization. We've, we've had, you know, many of you, uh, your representatives on the show. Um, Patty's been on the show. We, we, we've had several, you know, folks represent very well uh, the Children's Cancer Center. So, yeah, we, we want to urge our listeners to support, if they can, Children's Cancer Center. And, and what's the best place to contact you guys? Or how do you, how do you want people to donate or, or call or text? What's the best way? 
you know, right on our website, childrenscancercenter.org, um, to make a donation. There's a donate button. If you go to our directory, you can reach any of us. Um, we're located on 4901 West Cypress Street. Um, and you can see our phone number there, our emails. You can reach any of our staff, um, at any time. Um, and then of course, see our event page as we update to try to make this new normal into our new events. Um, you can access that from our website. And if anyone's interested in participating in the Fall Stampede, that has its own website, which is fallstampede.com. Fallstampede.com. Got it. All right. And Children's Cancer Center, at any given time, uh, what's that number of families that you guys are supporting uh, right about now? Well, you know, we have over a 1,000 families in our database, uh, families here in our backyard. So it, it really averages, and depending on which programs um, each family is, is taking is uh, participating in, but we have over a thousand families in our database. Wow! Well, keep up the great work. Tell everybody hello. Tell Patty hello and and the team, and uh, we appreciate all you're doing out there, Julian. Thank you so much, Rand. Thank you for having us on. We appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure. All right, guys, please support Children's Cancer Center if you can. Great organization. They do a great job in the community, and unfortunately, they're they're being hit now, of course, with the pandemic, not being able to do their live events. So they've got their fall stampede. Uh, fallstampede.com and check them out at childrenscancercenter.org as well. Hit the donate button and uh, we appreciate all you do out there. And hey, another great show. We we had a great show here. We had attorney Jason Coble on the program, William Wall, senior editor, uh, the Ghost Publishing, and also Dan Manikheim, Pro Health Pest Control. Support our show partners, expert contributors, and please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another and be a force for good in the community. We'd appreciate if you follow us online at Brandon Rhymes one on Instagram and Twitter, Consumer Quarterback Show page on Facebook. We can link up on LinkedIn. And also check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Over a 1,000 videos of great content on our YouTube channel. We'll see you next time. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback. Quarterback Show.